are tuning in to Richo's Rant, brought to you by the Sideline Network, distributed by Anchor.fm. Per usual, I have got three rants for you for this podcast today. They are titled NFL Observations, My Fantasy, and The Eagle's Nest. That's how I'm going to do it on this episode 11. I want to give a shout out to Mr. Carson Wentz. This one's for you because, of course, he is. He dons on the number one one. So this is for you, buddy. You know, just happy with everything that you're doing out there, giving me some content to complain about. You know, I know it's not your fault. Not entirely. It's just, you know what, I'm just I'm just proud and happy that you're you're leading something. You know, most interceptions is is awesome. Makes me so happy, mad. And I just wanted to get that off my chest a little bit before we got into the Eagles Nest. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at the underscore underscore Richo. And here we go. All right, so for this episode 11, NFL observations, I wanted to do something a little bit different this time. All right, with as far as uh, usually I go back and I talk about like uh, the previous week, so we had week 10 last week. Um, not really much to talk about, you know, the Eagles, I'll talk about them later. Um, I'll give a, I'll give a brief rundown. How about that? Colts are still doing really well. Uh, Packers had a weird win. The Washington football team, they should have won that Browns. I I don't know what to think about these guys. The Bucks Panthers. That was a very big disappointment as well for me. Cause I wanted the Bucks to lose, uh, Dolphins. I might have to buy into Tua. Uh, Raiders winning, I yeah, whatever. Uh, Cardinals winning, that was the best game ever. I think so far in this football season, uh, Bills versus Cardinals, that was an amazing game. You know, talk about when you thought that the Cardinals were just, they were done. You got DeAndre Hopkins doing what he was, he should have been, well, he should have stayed with Houston and he could have been doing that stuff there, but you know, he wanted out. His coach is a douchebag. So now Kyler Murray gets the benefit from it. So, I mean, good for Kyler, you know. Awesome game. Niners Saints. That was kind of a weird game too. Seahawks Rams, I don't really care about them. Bengals Steelers, big disappointment. I was really I really had a feeling that the Bengals were going to upset and really get a win here. Uh Ravens Patriots. I want to say that this was a great game. Um, but it, it's the same, the same thing. We're seeing more and more that Lamar Jackson is flashy, but he's just not there yet. And I, at this point, I don't know if he's ever going to be there. He's not winning these big games and you're just kind of a disappointment, bro. So whatever Vikings bears disappointing. Uh, wanted, you know, the bears obviously to win that. And, uh, but it's nice seeing the Vikings kind of rally back. So, yeah. So, all right. So, I, I busted that. All right. That was two, two minutes. Yeah. Perfect. So, now what I want to do is not talk about a deeper dive into week 10. I don't even want to talk about week 11. You know what I want to talk about? Playoffs. 
that's what I want to talk about. I've, I've spoken about the NFL playoffs for this year uh, on the Ritual and Lala podcast, which you can check out anywhere you stream and check out uh, podcasts. For those of you who don't know and are tuning in for the first time, I do have a separate podcast. It's more of just for fun uh, laughs. It's with myself and Christopher Lala Lavalley, who's he has his own podcast also, Lavalley Sports Talk Podcast. And together we have the Ritual and Lala podcast and it's, it's, it's just a lot of fun. You know, just two best friends. We've been best friends for many, many years now. And, uh, we just talk about stupid, silly things. Sometimes it's sports, sometimes it's comics, sometimes it's movies, uh, pop culture. It's, it's really whatever. Most times he yells at me. Uh, there's probably at least a good 50, 50 chance that he's yelling at me, um, about something. And then you just get to hear me either yell back a little bit or just go, I don't care. So, and then he just gets even more mad. So it's, it's fun. Anyway, check it out. Ritual and Lala comes out Mondays. So now I can, I can talk about my, uh, my playoff picture here. What I think is going to pan out come January. And I figured this would be fun because now I can actually talk. And I don't have to worry about hearing someone yelling back at me, you're wrong, or that's insane, or just like asking me to give a reason for like, this is what it is. Okay, it's my podcast, I'm going to talk about it. Okay, so we're going to start with, what do I want to start first? Let's go AFC. Okay. Now, the AFC is pretty cut and dry. I think that that one is, it's pretty... If you if you see more um, other mock playoff pictures or even like where everything would fall if the season ended right now, mine is not that different. Um, so this year we got only one team with a buy, so only the one seed is going to get in with a buy. Two seed has to fight for it. I love that, by the way. Uh, Steelers by far will. I still I don't think they're going to go undefeated. But I do believe they'll still maintain that number one seed. Number two, I have being the Chiefs. Number three would be the Bills. Number four, Colts. Five, I do have the Dolphins. I have them climbing in. I'm starting to buy in on Tua. And it'd be really cool to see him get in and the Dolphins franchise get into the playoffs. Um, Number six, I do have the Ravens. Number seven, I got the Browns. I know, crazy. Three NFC North teams, or AFC North teams, excuse me. Um, say what you want. I, I, I think the Browns are going to get in barely. They'll get in with like a 9-7. and seven. I think the Raiders are just going to miss it with an 8-8 eight and eight record. Um, so then, again, with your matchups, you'll have the Steelers having their bye week. You'll have Colts versus Dolphins. Bills versus Ravens, Chiefs versus Browns. So the Browns will have a very short-lived playoff experience because there's no way they're beating the Chiefs. Like it's a, I, I, I almost feel bad putting them in, but I do believe the Browns can really get in to the playoffs as far as going far. That ain't happening. And then the same thing with the Ravens. We're going to see, once again, Lamar Jackson cannot perform in the postseason. Bills are going to go to the next round. Um, 
Dolphins and Colts, honestly, that game can go either way. I, I want the Colts to win because I really want to see Phillip Rivers versus Big Ben and the Steelers. That would be a way more exciting game for me to watch personally than Dolphins Steelers. I just don't. But I mean, that'd be cool to see Tua get in and again see how well he does. But I, I'm more excited about seeing Philip Rivers versus Big Ben. So, moving on to the NFC. I'm not going through all the rounds. Okay, you're just getting the first and second one. Deal with it. Um, you can just assume where I'm going to go for my Super Bowl picks and everything. How about that? NFC, we have the Packers being number one. That's a pretty obvious one. Number two, I have the Saints. Three, Cardinals. Four, Eagles, by default. Uh, the six, I'm going to have the Rams. Seven seed, I'm putting in the Bears. I think the Bears will, same situation. They're going to get in just like the Browns got in with a 9-7 record. I, I don't. I'm not buying into the Bucks. Bucks are winning more than eight games. Even if they do win, if they are nine and seven, they're gonna to lose to the tiebreaker to the to the Bears anyway. Because the Bears got the win over them. So I mean they need to win. They need to go into the playoffs with a ten and six record, and I don't think they're gonna do it. Again, I don't think I've said this plenty of podcasts before. I don't think they're getting in at all. I don't think they're going to have a 9-7. and seven. I think they're going to end 8-8. Eight and eight. So I'm going to stick to that because I've been saying that. That's what I've been harping on. I'm not going back on it. Um, so then again, Packers will get the first round by. Uh, Saints versus the Bears. I want Bears to go. I really, really do. But, I, I mean, to, to bet against the Saints, especially playoff mode breeze, is just silly. I can't do it. Cardinals versus Rams, that's that would be an awesome matchup. That would be really, really good. And I'm going to go Rams on this one just because they've been there, done that. Um, it would be I, I would love to see Kyler upset. And, and I mean, he wouldn't be upsetting. He'd be a three-seed against 60. He'd be upsetting my pick, but... I would actually be okay with it. And then Eagles, Seahawks, obviously, I want the Eagles to win that. Um, could they? Possibly. I think uh, you know, Russell Wilson is still playing great football, you know, a couple losses here and there. I think he's, he's completely out of the uh, MVP talks, especially with, we'll really see with this uh, game coming up this weekend, but, or well, I guess today, Thursday. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm not, but Seahawks, Eagles, I want the Eagles to win. Let's be real. But then the Eagles will lose to the Packers. So there you have it for that. Um, again, let's go for the Thursday night game, which is tonight. Cause this podcast does come out on Thursdays, Cardinals versus Seahawks. I mean, if, if Russell Wilson loses this one, he's, absolutely nail in the coffin not getting MVP he's just not you can make an argument that Roethlisberger should be getting MVP especially if he goes 16 and 0 there's a real big strong conversation to be have about Big Ben getting MVP 
and it's just it, it'd be a real shame because uh you know big Russ started Russell Wilson started so strong this season and it's just starting to fizzle out and Kyler Murray is just catching fire man so I, I got the Cardinals unfortunately winning this one I know they're playing in Seattle I, I just think that they got it I I really do that's why I have the Cardinals seated so high I think they're I think they're gonna run away with this uh NFC West division so that's what I got for the NFL observation rant of this podcast. Let's go talk about my fantasy. All right, this segment, my fantasy, we're talking about Carcino Royale, my fantasy football team. I won this past week. Definitely need a little asterisk on it, though. I don't feel good about it at all. A lot of players did not perform the way I wanted them to. But thankfully, the person I went up against uh, just hates fantasy football. I mean, he had, uh, I think, two people in on a bye week. He's had, he had three people, three players total give him zero points, one of them being on a bye. One of those people, one of his players having seven points up, Drew Brees, that's because he got injured. But I mean, whatever, I guess, I'll take it. Uh, I, I desperately, desperately need the win. Uh, again, just not really doing well. You know, my, my quarterbacks are always putting up around 20 points every year. But then I have Cole Beasley who put up 27 points on my bench. And Galman Jr. put up 18 points on my bench because I refused to play a New York Giant since he was going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. So... I just, I got, I shouldn't have let that get in the way. But again, I mean, I would have just absolutely creamed this dude who's not even paying attention to his fantasy, so I can't really be doing that. That's just not nice fantasy playing, whatever you want to call it. This week, I'm going up against Lady Justice. She's projected 119 points. I'm projected at 87. I need her to get shellacked. Lamar Jackson, I need you to throw like five ducks in a row. That's her quarterback. Alvin Kamara, I need him to break his legs. I didn't say I want him to do it. I just need his legs to be broken. That's what I need. I need everybody to just play horrible. I need uh, the Colts to destroy the Green Bay Packers, put up some negative points for them or something. I mean, I, I don't know. She is on an incredible tear. I believe she's leading. Yeah, she's first place in the entire league. 8-2-0. She's put up 1,191 points. Uh, I think that's fourth. Yeah, it's about fourth most in the entire league. I am sitting not dead last anymore. Because thankfully, thank you for Trevor, who is Dan Coleman's team is still doing horrible. He's two and eight. I'm three seven. I'm three and seven. So I gotta feel good about that. This is my first week I am out of being last place. Um so I definitely do feel good about that. Still in ninth, but it's not tenth. So again you just gotta take whatever little victories you possibly can. As far as the other matchups go this week 
I think Lavallee's going to win because he's playing up against the dude who doesn't check his fantasy. So our buddy Adams is going up against Douche, Matty D. Um, I really hope Adams wins because Douche is talking a little bit too much smack in our uh, we have a group text going on, and he's talking a little bit too much. You know, he needs to he needs to get fed some humble pie. I'm not doing any changes on my fantasy this year, uh, this week, this year, this week. I'm not changing anybody. Uh, Giants on a bye, so I can't play Gallman. Gallman. Beasley, the Buffalo uh, Bills wide receivers on a bye, can't play him either. Landry's going against Philly. I'm not going to learn my lesson that from Gallman last week. I'm not going to play Landry. Uh, I'm not going to play Carson Wentz. I don't trust him. I, I feel better about Aaron Rodgers going up against Indiana. Um, yeah, I, I basically am just praying and hoping that her team, Lady Justice's team, does horrible. That's it. And I see a lot of people picking up. You know, they're making some roster changes. We only got a couple more weeks. I mean, we're week 11 right now. Playoffs start in three weeks. And unless I miraculously win the next two or three games, I'm looking to miss the playoffs, which makes makes me pretty sad, actually. I don't think I've ever missed playoffs. We usually have playoffs uh, like everybody gets in, you know, as participation awards. Basically, uh, I don't think I've ever missed so this will be a little sad to be watching from the sideline. Um, but like I said, here's being hopeful. Let's keep our heads up high on for uh, Christina Royale and see if we can squeak out a win here. A nice tight win. Let's go talk about some Eagles and the Eagles Nest. All right, for this segment for the Eagles Nest, we are going to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. They are going up against the Cleveland Browns this week for Week 11. In Cleveland, the Browns are favored by three points. Yeah, I, I I don't know what to say about the Eagles anymore. There's really not too much you can say about them at this point. They are performing horribly. Just when I went off talking about how the defense was clicking, defense was looking great, they went out and made Daniel Jones look like a stud. Like a top five quarterback. Running in touchdowns, just absolutely carving up our defense. And... That was disgusting. Bad play design. Bad execution. Look, our cornerbacks are getting better and better. They are. Secondary is getting better for the Eagles. This past weekend was not a good example of that. Not even a little bit. So... It's just it's just frustrating. But then at the same time, 
You just have to expect it. At this point, they're three, six, and one. I mean, what do you what do you expect these Eagles to do? Three, five, and one. Excuse me. I mean, what what uh, what can you really think the Eagles are gonna do? The only thing you can hope for is for them to maintain pace. That's it. Maintain pace, stay healthy, get into the playoffs, and hold on to your butts. That's it. I believe on the offense, they did not have a single third down conversion, which is just bananas. They tried putting in Jalen Hurts again. I think he was in for three plays. <sighs> they got to stop. Stop putting him in. It's not happening. You know what's even funnier? So what I noticed, and again, you can call me crazy if you want, but what I thought was real funny, and I, it really stuck out to me this time around, watching Jalen Hurts in there, under center, getting a snap. And it ended up being a bad snap. Wasn't bad by his hands. It's bad by the center. Yeah. Jason Kelsey, who's basically the if not if he's not the best, he's definitely one of the best. Top five in the league. Come on. Top center in the league. And you're telling me he's he's given a a bad snap? No, 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 no. He's doing that on purpose. He doesn't want Jalen hurt. He doesn't want to hike the ball to Jalen. He does not want Jalen there because he's a Carson Wentz guy. And that's fine. That's okay. I'm not even mad about it. I don't think anybody should be mad about it. Because that's kind of what you want. You want your center to show that loyalty. At least that's what I want anyway. So, I'm not mad about the bad snap. But the coaches need to figure that out. Like, if you see Jalen Hurts is not working, stop putting him in. You're going to just keep messing up this flow that Wentz is trying to establish with his receivers. He clearly needs it. He's still overthrowing the ball. You can say whatever you want about play design, play calling. These coaches are not making uh, Carson Wentz overthrow the ball. Doug Peterson is not making him overthrow the ball. Hell, Howie Roseman is not making him overthrow the ball. Carson Wentz is doing that all by himself. The offensive line looked absolutely horrible. I mean, again, they, 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 this Eagles team did everything they could to make the uh, New York Giants look like a stud of a team. And it was just embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. Seeing Miles Sanders out there was great. He was out for about 72% of the offensive plays. That was good. Um, 
just waiting for them to really balance it out with Boston Scott, and I just don't think that they're going to do it. You know, Boston Scott had, let's see, he was 27% of the place. 18 snaps to Miles Sanders' uh, 48 snaps. Again, why aren't you splitting these guys up? It's it's a very simple, easy concept. You have them split it up. 10 and 10. Or 50-50. I mean, I, I don't know what else to tell you. They're going to keep playing the way they want to play, being the Philadelphia Eagles. They're going to want to keep calling the plays that the way they're calling them. But, you know, this is just – and, again, they got five – horrible games i mean this again they're they're the browns are favored by three points against them then they have the seahawks the packers the saints the cardinals then they rounded off with cowboys football team insane this this one this tiebreaker is the only thing saving us, which is strangely strangely enough is awesome. Um, been reading a lot on Twitter. Talked to some friends that are Eagle fans, and. You really just have to turn this team on and expect the worst at this point. Because we're going into week 11. Carson Wentz looks horrible. Play callings do not look great. Uh, It's not going to get... I don't think it's going to completely turn 360 and things are going to start clicking i think some moments will click but the team in general no i'll put it this way the only thing i care about at this point as much as i would like to see the eagles go far into the playoffs get three lucky wins get into the super bowl at this point all i care about is the nfc east title that's it that's all you can hope for is for them to repeat. And if they keep playing like that, they have a hard time even getting that. Because this, again, the conference, or the division rather, is not that far away from each other. I mean, they're 3-5-1. and one. The Giants are 3-7. and seven. Football team is 2-7. and seven. The Cowboys are 2-7. and seven. You know, thank God the Giants actually have a bye week this week. But the next week, for week 12, they're going against the Bengals. Then hopefully they'll lose the next, basically the rest of their season. Seahawks, Cardinals, Browns, uh, Ravens, and Cowboys. Hopefully they'll just go on a huge losing streak. I don't think the Washington football team will catch up. I don't think the Cowboys will catch up. I don't care if they're getting all Andy Dalton back or not. I just don't I don't buy it. Eagles, just for the love of God, get this NFC East title. That's all I care about. Two years in a row. Hasn't happened since 04. It's been a different team every year. That's what we need to focus on. 
that's it. Little victories. That's all you can do. Little wins here and there. This Eagles team, crap. And talking about starting Jalen Hurts over Wentz is just stupid. Talk about that coaches need to go or GMs. Like, none of that is happening. Howie Roseman's coming back next year. All the head coaches, all the coaches are coming back next year. Most of the players are coming back next year. And next year will be a whole different team. If you seriously think that losing, whether it's Doug Peterson or Howie Roseman or even Carson Wentz, hell, even Jalen Hurts, if you think that that's going to change the dynamic of this team and they're going to be a whole brand new awesome team, then you're you're kidding yourself. And you clearly don't know football. Because aside from Jalen Hurts, they've all made it work for years now. Carson Wentz got paid his money, and now he's playing horrible. And I, I'm sorry. That's not all on the coach. I understand a lot of that's got to be on his consistency, the reps that he's been able to get with receivers, but a lot of it's on him. You're getting paid a lot of freaking money, dude. Throw the ball. Now, again, on the Eagle side of things, We've seen plenty of players get passed up in the free agency market, and nothing's been going on with it. And you know what? I've always sat back and was like, yeah, well, they got a plan. They got a plan. And they do have a plan. Their plan is to be cheap. And Howie's need, Howie, you need to not, not be so damn cheap. You need to spend some good money on some A, like top A talent for this dude, Carson Wentz, because he needs it. I've said before, Carson is one of those quarterbacks who he has shown us in the past that he can make you know, a pile of dirt look like a pile of gold. But if you give him gold, like imagine what he could do with that. Give him that opportunity. Then you can talk about making a real big push for an actual set for another round of a Super Bowl champion. I don't think Crowley needs to go. I think he needs to wake up. Because I don't I don't also know who out there will be able to do what Howie Roseman does and what he has been doing for a very long time actually for the Philadelphia Eagles. And it's also at the same time not entirely on Howie Roseman. Again, Howie's not the one going out there looking at these players. That's not his job. He has a whole team of people that do that for him. And he's going off of what they're telling him. As far as like the new talent scouting of uh, like the combines, all that stuff. Now, but again, when it comes to free agents, when it comes to, you know, someone like Hopkins or OBJ those type of receivers that are making it known that they don't want to be in the organization that they're in. Howie should be the first one to pick up the phone and be like, hey, we'll take you. How much? Here you go. That's what needs to be happening. That's the change that needs to happen in Philadelphia. But again, that's for next year. This year is just getting getting through. Get the NFC East championship. Uh, last week was horrible. 
this week probably won't be any better. It probably will be a three-point game, which is just so sad. But it is what it is. Fly, Eagles, fly, I guess. Eagles suck. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Richo's Rant. I want to thank you all for taking the time and checking out everything we're doing here on the Sideline Network. Please make sure, again, you follow me on Twitter at the underscore underscore Rich O. Have a great week. Be safe. I'll rant to you all next week again.